One of the things that, that Pastor Wendy and I love to do is to bring people who have been influential in our lives, either that we've walked closely alongside or been able to observe from a distance, and bring them to you so you get to meet them and receive from their ministry. And we get to do that this morning. In just a moment, you're going to meet Pastors Mo and Yaz. You'll be able to tell them apart because Yaz is the one that looks like he's in a biker gang. Uh, but then he'll start talking, and you're like, oh, that heart would not belong in a biker gang. Uh, these guys are four-score pastors. They're four-score church planners. They're four-score missionaries to the native peoples in the U.S. on the reservations. And they have an incredible ability to see potential in people and to be Jesus wherever they go. And my heart for us is that something of the anointing that rests on them to be Jesus to people who are different than we are would come to rest on us. So you're going to be encouraged, you're going to be challenged as they bring the word this morning. So open your minds, your hearts, get ready to receive from Jesus. And would you welcome pastors Yas and Mo as they come. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Such a pleasure to be in Lompoc. You look great. Very handsome and beautiful congregation you guys have here, John and Wendy. It's always nice when the people of God are, are looking good. Can, it, can you tell your neighbor, you look good today? <laughs> I'm Monique, and my nickname's Mo. It's my husband. Um, how are you? Good morning. My name is Yasir Handel. And uh, I born in Mexico City. My mother is Mexican, and my father is Jewish. So uh, please don't ask me how that happened. It just happened. It just happened. Mexicans, we can every color and every form. Uh, well, because I'm a Mexican Jewish, I want to give you a really good deal this morning. Uh, I will give you two preachers for the price of one. So I hope you guys enjoy. So probably you can hear my, my Spanglish already. So my wife will help me to translate. So I hope you guys enjoy. So remember, don't use your Spanish from high school. Watch him listen to me. Everything good? All right. We're going to have a great, great morning. Well, uh, ¿cuántos de ustedes creen que tú necesitas más de Jesús en tu vida? How many of you believe that you need more of Jesus in your life? ¿Cuántos crees que, que tu familia necesita más de Jesús En, en sus vidas. How many believe your, your family needs more of Jesus in their lives? ¿Cuántos creen que tu vecino necesita más de Jesús en su vida? How about your great neighbor needs Jesus in their life? <laughs> okay, ¿cuántos creen que tu comunidad necesita más de Jesús? And how many believe that your community needs more of Jesus in it? ¿Cuántos creen que este hermoso país necesita más de Jesús? Getting even larger now. How about this nation? How many believe this beautiful nation needs more of Jesus? Hoy queremos compartir un mensaje con ustedes. So we want to share this message with you. Que nos ayude a recuperar el sueño de Dios para nuestras vidas, nuestra comunidad y este hermoso that país. That it would help us to dream again the dreams that God has for our families, for our communities and for our nation. Muchas veces vemos cosas ya muy lejanas, casi imposibles. Many times we see things so far away that we think that they're almost impossible. 
Pero ¿cuántos saben que la palabra de Dios tiene el poder de recordarnos lo que es posible en Dios? But how many of you would also agree that it's the word of God that causes us to remember that the impossible can become possible. Amen. So te pido que uh, agarres tu, tu Biblia en este momento. And so grab your Bibles in whatever form you have them. Ponla en tu corazón. We're going to put them on our heart today and we're going to pray. Is that okay? All right. Put that Bible on your heart. It's okay if it's digital or... Or uh, physical. Father, we just thank you this morning for your word. We recognize that it's your word that renews our mind and transforms our life. And so we pray that your word would affect us so deeply that it would cause us to change the way we act, to change the way we behave, to change the way we see people. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Oh, yo, pensé, yo pensé que, el, que este servicio la gente aplaudía más porque ya era un poco más tarde. Oh, we thought that this service um, clapped a little louder because it was a little later. Right? Are you guys awake today? Come All on, right. give can, it can we hear if you're awake? All right. All right. Hay situaciones en nuestras vidas que nos pueden robar el sueño de Dios. So there's situations, experiences in our lives that can rob God's dream for us. Como... It could have been an experience that was bad in your life. A veces nuestra comodidad. Sometimes it's even how comfortable you are, the past successes that you've had. A veces esas victorias que tuvimos. Many times it's those victories that you've had. A veces nuestra rutina. Maybe it's the routine that you have. Muchas veces como seres humanos nos gusta tener todo en control. And like human beings, we like to have things in control, in our control. Queremos saber que todo esté en el lugar diariamente como lo hacemos. We, we want to know that our daily life is going to go in the order that we imagine it's going to be. Normalmente tomamos café a la misma hora todos los días. We'll drink our coffee at the same time every day. Te detienes en el mismo lugar a comprar comida. You'll go to the same place to shop. Porque esa clase de rutina te da una seguridad. Because that type of routine gives you a sense of safety. Pero cuántos saben que el Señor nos quiere enseñar una nueva forma. But how many people know that God wants to show us a new way to live? Nos quiere enseñar a tomar algunos riesgos. Sometimes God is asking us to take some risks. So hoy vamos a estar leyendo. And so we're going to be reading today. De, del libro de Génesis capítulo 28 From the book of Genesis we're going to look at uh, chapter 28 Vamos a estar leyendo sobre el, un, la escritura habla sobre Jacob y un sueño que él tuvo And in this story we're going to learn about the person of Jacob and this dream that he has Y juntos vamos a abrirlo y a entender los símbolos que están adentro de ese sueño And together we're going to unfold the story we're going to look at the symbols to be able to understand what God is speaking to us today. Y veremos lo que Dios quiere con nosotros. And so let's see what God has for us today. Amen? And so we have uh, Genesis 28. I'm reading out of the NIV, verses 10 through 17. Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. When he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night because the sun had set. And taking one of the stones there, He put the stone under his head and lay down to sleep. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway or a ladder resting on the earth with its top reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. 
There above it stood the Lord, and he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you are lying. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and to the east and to the north and to the south. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised. When Jacob awoke from his sleep, he thought, surely the Lord is in this place, and I was not aware of it. He was afraid and said, how awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. So, en el versículo 10, so we go back and we look at verse 10. Que Jacob, que Jacob está, está de viaje. And so we learn that Jacob's on a journey. Entendemos también que muchas cosas pasan cuando nosotros decidimos salir. And we all understand what it takes to leave. Cuando decidimos salir nuestra zona de comodidad a un nuevo lugar. When we leave this place where we're comfortable and we go on this journey to a place of the unknown. Porque es fácil movernos en los lugares donde diariamente nos movemos, pero ir a buscar un nuevo lugar a veces es difícil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That was a lot, huh? Because it's easy to live in a place that you know where everything around you is something that you're accustomed to seeing and, and doing, and then to go out of that place of comfort and enter a place where there's risk, a place of the unknown, where you don't know what's going to happen. Pero aquí, Jacob en su viaje, But here, Jacob, on his journey, está, está decidiendo buscar algo nuevo. he's deciding, I'm going to go to look for something new. En el versículo 11 dice la palabra que él encuentra un lugar en, en de, de descanso en su viaje. And so we look at verse 11 and we see that Jacob finds a place to rest. He's on this journey, he finds a place, he stops and he rests. ¿Cuántos de nosotros nos cuesta trabajo descansar? Raise your hand if you know that it takes you, it's troublesome to actually stop and rest. Muchas veces... Le queremos ayudar a Dios a ser Dios. Many times we want to help God be God. Right? ¿Alguna vez nunca te has encontrado diciéndole a Dios, es que, que no entiendes esto, que no sabes estas cosas? Have you ever found yourself telling God, but it's because you don't understand. Can't you see what's happening here? Muchas veces oramos cerca de algunas oraciones, pero realmente no esperamos la contestación de esa oración. And sometimes we even pray, and we pray, thinking, hmm, not even sure if God's going to answer this prayer. Empiezas a hacer cosas sin esperar la respuesta que Dios ya está mandando. And so you begin to actually do things to answer the prayer before God even gives you the answer to your prayer. Es tan importante aprender a confiar en las promesas de Dios. But it's so important to learn to have trust in the things that God has promised you. Es tan importante aprender a, a mantener esa paz en el Señor que Él está en control. It's so important to learn to have that peace with God knowing that He is in ultimate control. Mira, si no te acuerdas nada de este mensaje pero te acuerdas de estas palabras. If you don't believe If you don't remember any other words than this. Recuerda esto. Remember this. No importa qué. It doesn't import. It's not important what. Lo siempre, pero siempre Dios sigue sentado en el trono. 
But God always, 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 always is sitting on the throne. Él siempre tiene la última palabra. He, God always has the last word. En Mateo capítulo 11, versículo 28. In Matthew 28, 11, it says, when he reached a certain place, he stopped for the night. Oh, I'm sorry, Matthew. <laughs> We're in Matthew 11:28. Jesus says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Hay algunas cosas hoy en tu vida que te están causando cansancio que te están causando preocupación Are there some things in your life today that you're like this here is causing unrest this here is causing some some worry any of you have things like that in your life Y Jesús te está diciendo ven a mí And Jesus is telling you this morning come to me Dice y yo te haré descansar I'm gonna I'm gonna give you rest I'm gonna take care of it you rest te voy a enseñar que Él tiene la respuesta para todo. And I'm going to show you that God has the response for everything. Nosotros trabajando con los pueblos nativoamericanos. We work with Native American people. La necesidad que se encuentra adentro de esas reservaciones es inmensa. And the need that the people group has is immense. Hay ciertas situaciones donde no alcanza nuestra, lo que hacemos parece como un pequeño derramadas de agua en el desierto. There are certain situations that Native American people live where the things that we do is like a drop in a vast desert. ¿Sabías tú que el nivel de suicidio adentro de los pueblos nativoamericanos es más alto que en cualquier otra raza? Did you know that the statistics say that the highest rate of suicide happens amongst Native American people in the United States? ¿Sabías tú que el 0.9% de nativoamericanos son creyentes en Cristo Jesús en todo el país. And did you know that only 0.09% actually believe that Jesus is their Savior in all of the United States? Cuando vamos y tratamos con ellos. And so when we go and we, and we try to work with the people. Puede ser cansado. It can be burdensome. Pero tenemos que confiar que esa pequeña pequeña gota de agua. But we have to trust that that little drop that we put que Dios la puede transformar en un increíble río de esperanza. That it's God who has the capacity to make it a large river of hope. Tú son, solamente tienes que hacer tu parte y Dios va a hacer la otra parte. All you have to do is you do the part that God has called you to do and God will take care of the rest. How many of you guys say amen? Amen. Everybody's like, whoa. <laughs> Hay otro símbolo que quisiera hablar. So we're look at this other symbol. Y es, uh, dice la palabra de Dios que cuando Jacob está cansado. It says that when Jacob is tired. Dice que busca una piedra y la pone como almohada. Jacob looks for a rock and he uses the rock as a pillow. Man, qué loco, ¿no? I mean, isn't that a little crazy to use a rock as a pillow? ¿Cuántos de ustedes tienen una, una, una piedra como almohada? How many of you here use a rock as a pillow? Anybody? So, yo me detuve a meditar sobre esto y a preguntarle al Señor, ¿por qué pusiste esto en esta historia? And so I stopped on this symbol and I asked the Lord, okay, Lord, I'm going to meditate right now. Why did you use the rock? Why a rock as the symbol 
for rest. Creo que el Señor nos quiere enseñar algo. And I think the Lord would like to teach us something. Y nos quiere enseñar a estar muy pero muy cómodos. And he wants to teach us to be very very comfortable. De estar incómodos. With being uncomfortable. Okay, una vez más. One more time. Dios nos quiere enseñar a estar incómodos. God wants to teach us to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. ¿A qué me refiero? And so what am I referring to? Mira, cuando Dios nos, uh, nos llamó a, a trabajar con los pueblos nativoamericanos. When God called us to serve Native American reservations. Mira, si no es una sorpresa para ti hasta ahorita, yo soy latino. If it isn't a surprise to you, but Yaz is Latino. Cuando yo tenía mi iglesia hispana, when we had our church that was in Spanish that served Hispanic people, yo podía hablar de la carne asada y de los tacos y del pozole. We could talk about carne asada and tacos and pozole. Yo podía decir a todo mundo cómo invitas a un hispano y trae a su abuelita, su tía, su abuelita. It was very easy to speak to our people and say, you know, when you bring one Hispanic, you bring the whole family. You bring the aunt and the uncle and the cousin and grandma. You know, la, la música. The music. Mucha gente que dice que tocamos la música muy alto. Some people say we we play it too loud. Our worship service is so loud. Pero siempre grandma dice súbele. But grandma's like turn it up. <laughs> Cuando Dios nos saca de esa área donde yo estaba cómodo. And now God is calling us in this place where we're comfortable, where we know, where everything that is about these people we know about. And he uproots us and says, go on this journey and go to these people that is not your culture. You know, there's over 566 Native American tribal groups in this country. And they're not the same. They have different um, culture. They have different language. They have different things that they eat. Te voy a dar una noticia. No todos los nativoamericanos viven en tipis. And I'm going to tell you something. Not all natives, not all Indians live in a tipi. Y a entender y movernos entre ellos. And to understand and try to move amongst the people that we don't know. Muy incómodo. It was very uncomfortable. Hasta que Dios nos enseñó a estar cómodos en medio de esa incomodidad. But it was when we rested in the fact that we could be comfortable with being uncomfortable because we knew God was with us. Entonces, cuando pudimos estar cómodos de estar incómodos, and it was when we realized that we could be comfortable with being uncomfortable, es cuando empezamos a soñar los sueños de Dios para esta hermosa gente. In that rest, we began to dream God's dreams for that people group. Empezamos a verlos como Él los ve. We started to see these human beings the way God saw them. Empezamos a ver lo imposible posible. And we started to see what we saw as impossible possible because God made it possible. Lo que un día fue una piedra se transformó en una almohada. And so what we saw as a stone, God saw as a pillow. Te quiero preguntar a ti. And I want to ask you today. ¿Cuál es esa piedra que Dios te quiere transformar en almohada? What are the stones in your life that God wants to turn into pillows? ¿Qué es esa área en tu vida o en tu comunidad que te causa incomodidad? What is the areas in your life that causes uncomfortable feelings when God's asking you to do it? 
Será que en medio de ellos Dios se quiere mostrar y enseñarte quién él es? And maybe it's in that uncomfortable feeling where God's trying to stretch you and show you who he is. Será que Dios te está mandando a alcanzar a aquellos vecinos que no se parecen a ti? Could it be that God's calling you to reach out to that neighbor that doesn't look like you? Que parece piedra, pero Dios la quiere hacer almohada. That maybe they look like the stone, but God's like reach them and they'll actually be the pillow. Come on, give it out to the Lord so you guys get yeah. it. Yes. Yo quiero aprender a soñar lo que Dios sueña. So I want to learn to dream what God dreams for the people and the community around me. So el, el año pasado tuvimos un sueño de ver a, a pastores y líderes latinoamericanos venir juntos. And so last year we had this dream where um, God could bring different native pastors and different native leaders to dream together in one same place. Y, y queríamos invitar a pastores y líderes y sus familias a venir a un campamento en la, en la en las espaldas de Yellowstone. And so we thought of let's bring these native pastors and leaders and their families because they serve as a family to come and rest right behind the mountains of Yellowstone National Park. Donde ellos puedan tener un momento de de refrescura para que ellos puedan alcanzar su comunidad. And there in, in the back parts of Montana we thought man this would be a great place where they could refresh themselves so that they could remember to dream again. Um, and they can go back out into their own community. Y además lo queremos ofrecer por totalmente gratis por, para todos estos pastores. And then the dream beyond that was do it for free for the pastors and their families. Cuando nos enseñaron la cuenta. When they showed us the budget. En lugar de sueño parecía pesadilla. The dream looked like a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Pero Dios nos empezó a enseñar a confiar en Él. But God started to teach us trust me. Have confidence in what I've asked you to do. That even though we wanted it, God wanted it more. El año pasado juntamos 130 personas nativoamericanos de todo el país. And so last year we got 130 pastors, leaders, and their families. Para poderlos amarlos y que Cristo los amara. Brought them to the backside of the Yellowstone National Forest right there in Montana. And we were able to give them a place to refresh themselves. Y Dios absolutamente todo. And God provided absolutely everything. Amen. Hay otro símbolo que vamos a estudiar. So we're going to look at this other symbol. Y el otro símbolo dice la palabra que Jacob ve unas escaleras apoyadas en la tierra hasta el cielo. And so the next symbol is that God sees this stairway or this ladder. The bottom is on earth and the top is in heaven. So ayúdeme a describir para qué, para qué usamos una escalera. And so I'm going to let you shout out some, some answers. What would we use a ladder for? What's the benefit of a ladder? Anyone? This side, all the smart people sit on it. This side, let me see. Here. Go up. A ver, to go right, up. Aquí en medio. Oh, there you go. Reach okay, something. to reach something, have a different picture, to go higher. Right here. Work. To work. There you go. You're right. Okay, right there in that corner. Christmas hey. yeah. You Christmas and Pastor line. John think the yeah. same. To make things more beautiful. Yeah, so... Una escalera nos ayuda a alcanzar diferentes niveles que no podemos alcanzar. And so when we think of the basic use of a ladder, it's to make us go up a level that we normally can't go. 
Because of our limitations, right? As as human beings, and Yas being a Mexican, he's small and short, and I'm even shorter, right? We need to go up levels so that we can reach things. Y gracias a las escaleras podemos alcanzar niveles que normalmente no alcanzarías. And thanks to the ladder, we're able to reach other levels that we are limited. A través de la escalera nos da una perspectiva diferente que podemos ver a donde no podemos ver donde estamos. And so, as we can't see certain perspectives here, as you go higher up on the ladder, you're now able to see more, a different perspective of what you couldn't see by the limitations that we have so down cuando here. So, Jacob nos está diciendo que en su sueño está viendo una escalera. And so, here we have Jacob, he sees this ladder. El símbolo de la escalera. And so the symbol of the ladder. Dios le está diciendo, te voy a enseñar a ver las cosas desde una diferente perspectiva. He says, I'm going to show you a different perspective. Te voy a enseñar a ver las cosas de un lugar de un lugar más alto. God's like, I'm going to take you up, and you're going to see a different perspective where I see things. Pero dice la palabra de Dios que en esta escalera vimos ve ángeles subiendo y bajando. And in this on this ladder, it also says that there's angels, and they're going to the earthly realm and they go up the ladder to the heavenly realm they come back down to the earthly realm they go back up ascending and descending La palabra ángel significa mensajero And so when we look at this word angel angel in both the Hebrew and the Greek means messenger Lo significa que mensajeros estaban subiendo y bajando por las escaleras So in basic English what we're understanding now is that we have these messengers that are going up to heaven and coming down to earth, going down from earth and going back up to heaven. These messengers are going up and down. So significa que estos mensajeros están llevando mensajes y trayendo mensajes. And so they're actually taking the messages from earth up into heaven, grabbing messages from heaven and bringing them down to earth. Creo que cuando dejamos que el evangelio sea anunciado. And so when we allow the good news or what we know of the Bible to be announced. Construimos escaleras. We're constructing a ladder from earth to heaven. Para que la gente pueda encontrar. So that people can find. A soluciones a sus problemas terrenales. Solutions to their earthly problems. Con, con, con soluciones celestiales. With heavenly answers. So we have an earthly problem being answered with a supernatural solution from God. Amen? Amen. You guys get it? Yes. Okay. Okay, let me, uh, let me tell you, déjame decirte una historia. So I want to tell you this story. So in 1997, conocí a esta mujer tan bonita de California. And so in 1997, he met this beautiful woman from California. <laughs> I wonder who she is. Esta, esta, esta muchacha me dijo cuando le dije que me quería casar con ella. And so when he said that he wanted to marry me, me ella me dijo la única condición es que vengas a California a conocer a mis papás. I met him in Mexico and I said the only condition is that you return with me to California. I want you to meet my parents and my family. Well, uh, right away we meet in the jungle. Yeah, we met in the jungle. <laughs> That's all. But oh. Next time that we come, we will tell you that story. <laughs> uh, So cuando llegué a los Estados Unidos, so uh, Yas comes to the United States en agosto 21 de 1998. On August 21st, 1998, fui invitado a una comida 
de un cumpleaños del pastor de Moni. Uh, Yaz and I get invited to have dinner at a birthday party for my childhood pastor. So I had grown up in the church, went to uh, college, fell away, out in the middle of the jungle by myself, right? Meet my husband. And now we return and we're being invited to eat at our pastor's house for at my childhood pastor's house for his birthday. I say all that? No, but they have to understand. Oh. <laughs> Gotta fill in the details. Do you guys get it? You say two words and you guys say like 10 words? In every culture, have ladies, the same ladies, thing. <laughs> it's our gift. Every culture, we have the same issues. <laughs> so, so, llegamos a la casa de Pastor Larry. So we get to Pastor Larry's house. Okay, very sneaky, this man. Me, me invitó a comer hamburguesas. He invited me to eat an American hamburger. Yo nunca había comido una hamburguesa. Yas had never, Yas had never eaten an American hamburger before. Así que después de comer esta hamburguesa, and so we eat the American hamburger. Uh, era tiempo de irnos. It was time to, to leave. Para este momento, yo había sido adicto por 11 años. By this time, Yas had been addicted for 11 years. Yo empecé a usar drogas a la edad de 11 años. He began to use drugs at age 11. So después de comer, ya tenía que ir a fumar otra vez. And so, you know, after eating, he had to go have his, his next smoke. Así que fui a... Fui a decirle bye a toda la gente que estaba en esa casa. But like a very good Latino or Hispanic person, you say bye to everyone before you leave. Come on, Latinos, you understand what I mean, yes. right? Yes. It takes an I hour. Mean, you say bye to right? the Chihuahua, the parrot, everybody, right? Be careful, yes. you miss one. Actually, yeah, we say bye miss. like three or four times. You don't right? miss one. You want to leave by five, you start saying bye by three. Yes. Very <laughs> frowned upon if you don't say bye so, to everyone. Empiezo a decirle adiós a todos. So we begin to say bye to everyone. Y cuando llego casi cerca de la puerta. And so as we're almost exiting the house. Eh, Pastor Larry estaba ahí sentado. Right there by the door, Pastor Larry sitting down. Él es descendiente de vikingos. He, he's a descendant of Vikings. He's from Nor Norwegian family. So cabello rojo. Red hair. Unas manotas. Uh, very huge hands. That when he got Yaz's hand, Yaz's little hand was like engulfed by this giant's hand. <laughs> y me dice, me pregunta, a and he's holding his hand and he says to Yaz, do you know Jesus? And Yaz's response was this, yes I do. He's the Jesus who you guys brought and enslaved all of our native people. Okay, everybody say, ooh. It's ready to apply, huh? Birthday party, by the way. Rapidamente, la mitad de la... De los que estaban ahí se fueron a un cuarto y empezaron a orar. And we see, like, quickly, half of the church goes to the other room and there's, like, prayer happening. Pastor Larry me empieza a hablar sobre la palabra de Dios. And Pastor Larry kindly starts to respond with the word of God. Yo contestaba y hacía preguntas muy fuertes. And Yaz would answer as strong with these questions of, of debate. Dos horas después. Two hours later. Yo le pregunté a él. Yaz asks Pastor Larry. ¿Será posible que yo le puedo hablar con ese Dios como hablo contigo? Could it be that I can speak to that God that you're talking to me about the way that I talk to you? 
Me dijo, claro que sí. And Pastor Larry says, of course. Así que entré a otro cuarto. And so Yaz goes and separates himself. He goes into another room. Y por primera vez hablé con Dios. And by himself, for the first time, he talks to God. Y le dije, si tú eres el verdadero Dios. And he says, if you are the real God. Yo te pido que me sanes de mi adicción. I ask you to heal me of my addiction. Pero no me sanes como, como de repente. Sáname como que nunca usé drogas en mi vida. But not just heal me like all of a sudden. I actually want you to heal me as if I had never used drugs before. Si tú lo haces, yo te voy a servir toda mi vida. And if you do it, I'll serve you the rest of my life. Y me sonreí. And then he smirks. He has that smile. Dije, no es posible que lo pueda hacer. Really saying, it's not that possible that he would do something like this. Así que salí del cuarto. So he comes out of the room. Pastor Larry... Uh, Puso manos en mí, empezó a orar. Pastor Larry puts his hands on Yaz and he begins to pray. Y me pidió que repitiera la oración, una oración. And he asks him to repeat the prayer of salvation. Acepté a Jesús como mi Señor y Salvador. And Yaz genuinely in that moment accepts Jesus as his, as his Savior. Yes. Honestamente te puedo decir Honestly, I can tell you que tuve una experiencia con el Dios de dioses y Señor de señores. That I had a genuine encounter with the God of gods and the Lord of lords. Que el Dios de Isaac, Jacob, that that God Abraham of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, that God was literally right there in that living room with me. Y él me liberó de todas mi adicción. And he liberated me, he set me free from all my addictions. Hoy tengo 25 años de ser libre de, de Today, adicción. Today, I now have 25 years of being sober. ¿Qué hubiera pasado si Pastor Larry se hubiera quedado en sus limitaciones? So, what would have happened if Pastor Larry remained in his limitations? ¿Qué hubiera dicho es que yo no hablo inglés? What would have happened if Pastor Larry would have said, well, God, I don't speak his language, I don't speak Spanish. O se hubiera quedado con sus limitaciones mentales o emocionales. Or if he would have stayed just locked up in that emotional and... Um, just limitations. Would he have seen Yaz and said, this, this young Mexican addict, is, it's impossible, he's, he's far gone. Sin embargo, él decidió confiar lo que la palabra But dice. instead, Pastor Larry decided to have confidence and trust in the word of God that made these promises. Él decidió subir esas escaleras. Pastor Larry decided to go up to the level of God. Porque cuando Dios dice, es cuando la gente dice, es que no es posible, mira cómo está adicto, nunca se va a sanar. That in the limitations of this earthly realm, we would say, no, this guy's an addict, he's far gone, he's, he's not going to be reached, it's done for. La palabra de Dios dice que si lo aceptas una nueva criatura eres en él. That when you go up and you see things with God's perspective and that heavenly solution is looking down in God's eyes saying no, this kid has a chance, there's potential for him to be saved. Cuando, la, cuando el mundo dice sí, pero es que no hay futuro para él. When the world says There's no future for this kid. La palabra de Dios dice. The word of God says. Sí, pero es que yo tengo un plan para él. Yes, but I have a plan for him. He's going to be a new creation.
Pastor Larry se atrevió a soñar el sueño de Dios para mi vida. Pastor Larry took the risk to dream God's dream for Yaza's life. Una vez más, Pastor Larry se se atrevió a soñar el sueño de Dios para mi vida. One more time, Pastor Larry took the risk to dream God's dream. For Yaza's life. ¿Cuál es el sueño de Dios? And what is the dream of God? Que todos lo conozcan. That every human being would have the chance to know him. Y que nadie se pierda. And más that que not one, vida eterna. not one would be lost. Not one would perish. Ahora That's te, God's dream for humanity. Te quiero preguntar a ti. And so I want to ask you today. ¿Te quieres atrever hoy a tener el sueño de Dios para tu familia y tu comunidad? Do you want to take this risk and dream God's dream for your family and dreams God's dream for your community? ¿Te quieres atrever a soñar el sueño de Dios para tu vecino? Would you be willing to take the risk to dream God's dream for your neighbor? Porque en lugar, muchas veces en lugar de permitirle a Dios que a ver el sueño de Dios, because many times to give God that place to dream His dream, nos las pasamos quejándonos de nuestro vecino, nuestra comunidad. Quite frankly, instead of dreaming God's dream, we take the same amount of time complaining. Tu queja no va a llegar a ningún lado. Your complaint is not going anywhere. Pastor Larry se hubiera quejado diciendo, mira este adicto, este este hispano, este muchacho. Had Pastor Larry said, look at this addict, look at this Hispanic, look at this this kid. Pero sin embargo, but instead, decidió soñar el sueño de Dios. He decided to dream God's dream and look at yours. Y no más es por una vida. And it's not just for one life. He es, didn't just see Yaz and that single person. Es por mis generaciones también. It's for our generations, the people behind Yaz and the people coming after this one salvation. ¿Sabías que hoy mi hijo es pastor en la ciudad de Billings, Montana? Because of Pastor Larry's decision, our young our son is now an associate pastor in Billings, Montana. Porque no do más Dios quiere soñar Sueña para ti, pero también para tus generaciones. God's dream isn't just for you. God's dream is for you and the generations that follow you and the people that you are going to bring to Him. Te voy a decir una cosa. Después de 25 años. I'm going to tell you one thing that after 25 years. Literalmente miles de personas han venido a Cristo Jesús a través de mi testimonio. Literally. Thousands of people have come to Jesus because of Yaza's testimony. I've seen hundreds of addicts be set free because God set him free. Yeah. Because God's dream has taught us to dream for others as well. So si hoy quiero orar por ustedes. And so we want to pray for you today. Por favor, ponte de pie. So let's go ahead and stand up. Hay alguna área en tu vida, en tu comunidad, en tu familia que hoy Dios te está retando a soñar su sueño para ellos. Today, there's an area in your life, whether it be your family, your community, that God is challenging you 
to dream his dream for them. A lo mejor hay un miembro de tu familia que ya no te atreves a soñar el sueño de Dios para él. Perhaps it's someone in your family and you're like, oh, I can't dream God's dream for this kid, this guy. That they're far gone. A lo mejor alguien en tu comunidad. Maybe it's someone in your community. A lo mejor en esta ciudad también. Maybe it's the community of Lompoc itself. Todavía Dios está en el negocio de los milagros. God is still in the business of miracles. Lo único que quiere que tú te atrevas a soñar por él. The only thing is you have to take the risk to dream his dreams for them. Y él va a mandar sus sus contestaciones celestiales para nuestros problemas. And when we lift these prayers with these messages, God answers our prayers with supernatural messages. So I'm going to pray. You know, this isn't just for the pastor. Sometimes we're raised in a church setting where we think this is the pastor's job. The pastor's job is to equip you, to give each of you the tools, the wisdom, and the knowledge to go out out of these four walls these four walls is to come in and learn and be prepared but real church happens outside those doors and in the Bible it says he has called all of us believers if you're a believer raise your hand all of you and us are called to reconcile people to God it's our job to do that so let's put our hands in front of us and and let's just ask the Lord. You can pray on your own. I can lead in prayer. The, the supernatural God is, is so awesome that he can hear every prayer at the same time and answer each one. Father God, creator of heaven and earth, you who sit outside of time and outside of this universe, we thank you that you're our God. We thank you that you've chosen us. And so we're now choosing to take the risk, to dream your dreams for humanity, Lord. John 3.16 isn't just a sentence, Father. It's, it's your dream that not one single person, not one single person would perish, but that every person would have everlasting life. That's your earnest desire, Lord. And the people that don't look like us, for those that don't dream the same things for us, that maybe even talk against our our city, Lord, I come from a city where, where people talk smack against the city and you, you can't help but to say, but I'm from there. Father, if that's Lompoc, Lord, I pray that the people of Lompoc would rise up, that they would see themselves the way you see them. Take them up on that ladder. Let them see the potential that they have to reach the people that you love. Father, help us to rest. It's, it's when we rest that we dream. You can't fall asleep unless you rest. And you can't have a dream unless you sleep. And so, Father, teach us to rest in you, to dream your dreams, to pray to you, to have supernatural answers for the people that we love in our family, for our communities, for our neighborhoods, for this nation, Lord. And when we see that one person, let us realize that the potential is not just the one, but the people behind that one and the generations of that person. And so, Father, use us. Tell the Lord. Tell him, use me, God. Use me in, in, in the places I would never imagine being used. At the bus stop, at the grocery market, at school, at work, wherever it is. The one person is as important as the hundreds. And so, Father, use us. 
Use us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we all said, amen.